0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 102 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering April the 5th to April the 11th, Doctrine and Covenants verse, chapters 30 to 36. And today uh, we're going to move on to uh, Doctrine and Covenants section 34, and I've quite liked so far this week having a new individual to look at and have spend a good 10 minutes on each each day this week. Uh, it is I, w- I would love to go, kind of go into a bit more depth with them and, and into their sections. But of course, we only have a week to study this material. And so let's move on to Orson Pratt uh, in the section 34. He is, of course, the brother of Parley P. Pratt, who we have um, referred to before. Um, and Orson Pratt um, obviously had a similar background to his brother, But we can also see um, a more detailed description of him in uh, Revelations and Context again. Wonderful resource. Uh, And there's a chapter called Orson Pratt's Call to Serve. And it covers Doctrine and Covenants section 34. So we'll have a little look at this. um, And it describes Orson as this, quote, Orson Pratt was an inquisitive seeking child. He recalled that at an early age, he had many serious impressions in regard to God and a future state. Though they did not affiliate with any particular church, his parents, Jared and Charity Pratt, encouraged their son to read the Bible for answers to his many questions. His reading only spurred more questions, close quote. So first of all, I want to point out just what a great um, character Orson awesome Pratt has uh, at this point. He is seeking to learn more. He is seeking to receive answers. And he has gone to the Bible for answers as taught by his goodly parents uh, and he's you know, got more questions from reading in the Bible. Not, not an unfamiliar story we have at this stage in the in the early eighteen hundreds. Um, I won't go too much into their early early background, but basically, um, Orson Pratt was praying and wanting to know what the Lord's will was for him. What did the Lord want him to do? And his he carried on with his prayers until September eighteen thirty, and he received a visit from his brother Parley. And then it says in Revelations in Context, quote, Just a few weeks earlier, Parley P. Pratt had encountered the Book of Mormon and become converted to the church restored by Joseph Smith. Newly baptized and ordained to preach, Parley traveled east to Canaan, intent on sharing his enthusiasm for his new faith with his family. While his parents believed in part, Parley later noted, my brother Orson, a youth of 19 years, received it with all his heart. Close quote. Indeed, uh, he did. It was September... Uh, when Parley came to visit his family and teach them the gospel that he had learned from the Book of Mormon and from the new prophet Joseph Smith, a prophet of the Restoration, um, and it was on September the nineteenth that his brother Orson awesome was baptized on his nineteenth birthday. Um, he was eager to meet this prophet, uh, and as such, he uh, he went. He decided to go to visit him. We'll pick up from the uh, accounts in Revelations in context. Where it says, quote, After a journey of more than 200 miles, Orson Pratt arrived at the home of Peter Whitmer Sr., where Joseph Smith then resided. He there met Joseph and learned that his brother Parley had been called by revelation to go forth unto the Lamanites, to proclaim glad tidings of great joy unto them. Orson, still anxious to know the Lord's will for him, asked Joseph whether he could not ascertain what his mission was. Was there a revelation for him as there had been for his brother? Close quote. Um, Again, great um, eagerness to partake in the work. And this is obviously, you know, for Orson Pratt, who'd been praying for a number of years for direction from the Lord, for what his will was for him. Learning about this prophet, learning that his brother had received a mission, a call from God, must have really excited him. And so, of course, he uh, he asked the prophets for this. And not only do we have this revelation, we actually have the actual a a record of what actually happened as he received this revelation. It says in Revelations in Context, Joseph Smith invited Orson Pratt and John Whitmer upstairs into the chamber where Joseph had recently completed the translation of the Book of Mormon. In this more private space, Joseph asked Orson if he would be willing to write the revelation down as he spoke it. Being then young and timid and feeling his unworthiness, Orson asked if John Whitmer might act as scribe in his place. Joseph Smith agreed and produced a small stone called a seer stone and putting it in the hat soon commenced speaking, close quote. So we actually have here uh, an indication of, you know, a really important a couple of principles that we have with Joseph receiving this call as a prophet uh, and as the leader of the church at this time to give this mission to Orson Pratt. Uh, it was done in a, in a secluded, quiet, private place, uh, which was more... Um, Conducive for the spirit, and I think that that is, you know, not too dissimilar uh, to when we are set apart for callings. We don't do that in front of the whole congregation. We don't do that uh, with a large gathering in front of us, with an within a in a more bustly atmosphere. But we usually go to a more quiet place, particularly with the uh, close members of our family, uh, and we and we are reverent, and also. There is a physical ordination, a physical ordinance, as it were, that happens. There is a physical um, routine uh, in, in our day when we are given a calling or we receive this calling. Uh, hands are laid upon our head, and um, and the, the blessing and the calling is given by the, by one who is ordain who is um, given the authority to do so. Uh, whether it is the person that holds the keys for that calling, or whether it's someone that is delegated um, to be able to act under those keys. Um, and I think that, you know, what is really interesting here is that Joseph is the one who is given the keys at this stage to direct the the work at this point. Obviously, he hasn't got all the keys of the priesthood at this moment in time, but he is given the authority to lead the church at this time. Uh, and there is a physical act that takes place in this case, a seer stone was used, which, which was, again, and we've talked about the use of a seer stone before, but just to refer back to it, it was, you know, contextually a a practice that was understood to be of a spiritual nature um just as you know for us today placing hands upon heads is is particularly in our church uh, and in and and in other churches a recognized spiritual act uh, to receive revelation or a calling um this was the same in this day i just thought that was interesting to consider but let's have a look now at the actual revelation that was received for orson awesome pratt Um, I mean, there was some there is some important points made. There wasn't really any that's jumped out to me particularly uh, because there are basically the similar themes that emerge in this blessing and calling as there have been previously. But what I do like um, is that it, it says this in verses four to five. And blessed are you because you have believed and more blessed are you because you are called of me to preach my gospel. So it's this indication that, you know, it's important to believe, it's important to have this understanding for ourselves, but it's even more important and we are blessed more as we engage in the gathering of Israel, as we engage in gathering people on both sides of the veil. uh, That is where we receive the greater blessings, Uh, and I think that that is something which is evident through the, the work of the Lord in this last dispensation, particularly as we as we Move toward the second coming of our Savior is that the gathering of Israel is the most important thing we can be doing at this time, and it is what will be made. It is what will help us to become more blessed, uh, as was described to Orson awesome Pratt. Um, in verse ten it says, "Wherefore lift up your voice and spare not, for the Lord God have spoken. Therefore prophesy, and it shall be given by the power of the Holy Ghost." Um, yeah, we know that the. Uh, the Holy Ghost is the important tool and important um, personage that we need to have with us and be worthy of in order to fully engage in this work. Uh, and as such, it is important for us to, to be ready to receive that and to be able to be guided by it. So, you know, another great example of, of another early church or an, another early faithful member of the church um, and... <clears throat> I think with Orson, as we uh, begin this journey, is a great start for him. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to listen to the podcast, to follow it on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can also email Session at gmail.com to share your questions, your thoughts, what you've been studying, and also if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time, and until we meet again.